welcome to the Kendi and Ravo podcast, episode 101, recorded in Anderson's Tremendous Event Centre. Man, the headphones are freezing the when ca- I put them on. Oh God, the countless. This is the... <laughs> the headphones are so... The headphones are so cold as I put them on, man. This is it. Like, we thought it was a wonderful idea to record in Anderson's Outside. Tremendous Event Centre and wonderful food items, and then it's fucking freezing today. We gotta acclimatize ourselves, and I can't wear a hat because the headphones either, man. Jesus Why can't you Christ. wear a hat because the headphones? Um, because my hat is too big and fluffy. What? what I mean? <laughs> so it's not gonna cut me ears. You know what I mean? I won't hear nothing, man. I'd be hearing you through music. I absolutely guarantee you'll hear you. <clears throat> try it. Mute. I'll be hearing you through music, Patton. Hang on. Go, try it there now. And in the meantime, in order to combat the cold, I'll open a little tin of Guinness. Yep. Anyway, we're out here, Ray, in the most bitter of the cows, and... I'm nearly finished with buttons now. I won't be a second. Hold don't on be now. worrying. So Ray ordered food, so he's had the food, which means he has to have his little buttons afterwards. I have to have a bit of chocolate to take it's the unreal. test dinner out of my mouth. And then you have to have the Guinness to test chocolate out of yeah. your mouth. <laughs> and it goes on and on and on. But no, Guinness is fine then. That's okay. That's, that's a final taste. So it's bitter, bitter cold, right? Maybe it's coming, Ray. For oh. the last two and a half months, I don't know if you've noticed this, we have been, what this Irish say, promised... Snow. We've been promised snow, man, mm-hmm. for every weekend that the news is on. Right? They go, it's coming this week, lads. <laughs> We're promised the snow. It still hasn't come. I feel like this actually might be the time when it comes, as Ray is rubbing his hands. I'm so cold. I do love the way Irish people promise weather, though. Do you know huh? what I mean? Like, That's there's not al- the weather forecast. It's there's not al- a promise. It's a prediction. Yeah, but we always say call it a promise, like... It's promised sunny oh, next week. You I see know what you mean? mean. Yeah, it's promised. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I promise. It's like it's like there's a God is sitting above saying, "I promise you, lads, we'll get you no, week of sun." It's faith in Met Aaron. Is it? That's what it is. You think it is like an old school thing to say? Maybe I don't know if people say that all over the world. Or remember not, Jerry, the winking weatherman. Who? Do you remember the winking weatherman? No. The lad that he was really soft-spoken sort of weatherman. Some of you out there probably won't won't remember at all. I know there's some different countries won't have any idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we had a weatherman, and he didn't wear tight uh, leather skirts. Or things that would be revealing about a person. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The Irish weatherman is like, look, this is miserable. He was was just wearing a standard old suit. (laughs) And all he did was, he winked. He said, that's the weather for tonight. Good luck. And then Uh, a little wink. That's all he needed. In fairness to T.G. Cahart, they have some weather women like... (laughs) Weather women. Yeah, they have some weather women that would nearly stand up there with the likes of the Mexican weather women and, you know... Can I ask you, Jaxi? Go on. What in the name of God are you watching the weather on TG4 for? But I just know... Well, Other than I, the obvious, but it sounds like... But you know, in my command or whatever, like, they do, man. They've got some belters out there. The best weather woman in the world is that woman who went viral a couple of years ago. She was a Mexican woman. Right. Uh, did you see the hole in the ray? <laughs> no. I don't man, know what you're talking she about. She turned sideways. They ha- you had to go widescreen. <laughs> She was on, but I didn't know how her name was Martinez or something. And man. you're telling me TG4 now have have Gale Gores yeah, of the same quality. I mean, we don't ha- they don't have that Latin blood. They've kind of got that Gaelic blood. blood. Yeah, and it's not quite the same. It doesn't have the same chassis on it. Do you think they spent longer than three weeks in the Gale took in their lives? That what happened? Oh, a hundred percent. Like I have to hand it to CG Caherman. Those bjors know their way around the fuckle, right? <laughs> Did you ever go to the Gaeltuck? I went to the Gaeltuck when I was 14, man. Yeah, I yeah. never went to the Gaeltuck. You never went there, Not no? Not a drop, no. And all I heard was that it was just marvellous. That no. pe- people went there and shifted. So, when and you went to the Gaeltuck when you were young. So, I went for three weeks, right? How many people did you shift? I shifted about 14 I said fellas. people, because yeah. that's the way. <laughs> now, you can't be saying how many girls, because that would no. be me assuming your orientation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to assume actually, your orientation. Actually, we can add to that in a minute as well, actually, because there's more of that coming as well. Right. You'd go... It, I had, like, you'd go to the Gwale Tuck, right? All the boys would be just trying to shift all around them, right? Right. In between that, you try and learn some Irish. Yeah. 
that's what the Grail took was pretty wow. much. Sounds you know? magical. But you'd go there for three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to Ross Muck, right? Right. To my one. I, I can't, it was fucking strict by. You couldn't, not a drop of barrel could you speak. And okay. not, none of it stood to me. I don't remember any of it, right? <laughs> but three weeks felt like a lifetime. And okay. when you were leaving, then the bastards would play Fix You by Coldplay and just start bawling your eyes out crying. That's what they did, the fucks, man. Why would they play Fix You by Coldplay? Because it's pure emotional. What? What needed fixing? You try your best, but you won't succeed. Oh, and right. then next thing, <laughs> oh, you'd be absolutely flooded That's, out with tears. It's, it's Fix You in, in the scope of the Irish learning. No, but it had nothing to do you with fixing. You your best and you didn't succeed. <laughs> well, that was actually. And they just bit. wanted to fix you. No, what they meant was you're going to start bawling your eyes out, Jesus, crying here now. You're going to start hugging your one here from Kilkenny and say, I'm going to visit I'll never forget you. And then you forget her a week later because you're 14 year old. Right. I can't believe you never got to go to the Gwailsuk, man. Can I ask you, was this before Nicola? Um, yeah, it was right before us. <laughs> Mark that's, Andy, BN. That's why I became a man. Right. So that's you did I get said. a little bit of single life. I said, you know what, lads? Now I'm ready to go. <laughs> I said, I've seen the single life with the Grail Talks in Rossmuck, and now I, I uh, think I've had enough of that. At 14, I said, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time I settled down, man. Uh, you know, I've seen enough of the world. But the worst thing is, that's <laughs> that's in your personality. That's what happens. If you do one thing and you experience it, you're going to go, that's enough of that now. I've, <laughs> I've, I've had enough of this traveling yeah, crack. I've stayed in a hostel for one night. I've had enough. Yeah, it's time to go home. Do you know what? Yeah, that's funny you say that, actually, because it proves that I haven't really changed too much. Like, So really. did you want from Kilkenny kind of. She was enough to kind of give you that. She was enough to make me go. Do you know what? Now, like I've seen, I've seen women now, and I know what it's all about. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and settle down. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Even at that, like going to Rossmoke that time for three weeks, like the first week, man, I was like, uh, I, I'm not gonna last this three weeks. <laughs> no, the first course, couple of nights, yeah. I was staying in a room. <laughs> I was staying in a room with a boy from Dublin called Glenn, lovely fella. Shout out to Glenn if he's listening. I hope he is listening. I'll never forget him, man, right? <laughs> Clearly not. And I was trying to stay strong, like, for the first couple of days, you know what I mean? Right, and not jump on Glenn. No, well, not... No, I mean, that <laughs> just... I wasn't, like, a rabbit hardy bastard. I mean, like, I was trying to stay there. Like, I was like, Mark, you know, your mother paid a fortune for this. Stay, Did stay, your mother drop stay. you off at the place? Yeah, mom and dad dropped you uh, off. Did you cry? No, because you were pure excited. You were okay. like, this is going to be unreal. Yeah. Right? Myself, right? <laughs> Myself... Tom Callahan, right? Kevin Flanagan and Thomas Flynn, the four of us went to our boys. We shaved our heads into a V before we went, because that was the craze back then, man, around 2006, 2007. Right. You know, remember you shave your head into a mullet, like the V haircut, right? Right. Tom, Tom Flynn got the fucking the, 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 the blonde stripe down through it and everything. We were the business back then. Okay, boy. trendy boys. Trendy boys. I think one of them shaved his eyebrow. Anyway. <laughs> We land down. We're the four boys, like. We're about to take over our smoke. Hello? Hello, locals. Hello, everyone from all over uh, Ireland that's coming. We're the boys. Okay. This is where, this is our place now. I was about a night into it, and I got chronic homesick. But what I was saying to you was... Wouldn't be like, yeah. I was in a room with a gentleman called Glenn, because they wouldn't let you stay with your friends, right? Yeah. Kevin and Tom, they had to go somewhere else. Myself and Thomas had to stay in this house, but they wouldn't even let myself and Thomas stay in the same room, because they knew that there'd be a couple of fuckle a sperla if we were together. Okay. No, big no-no in the Grail Circuit. Okay. I'm in there with Glenn. I'm fucking homesick. Glenn is fucking homesick. We don't fucking know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm trying to stay strong. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be a big dick here. Like, no, no, this didn't affect me at all. Yeah. And for the first couple of nights, when none of us could sleep because we were homesick, all I'd hear in the bed beside me is... <laughs> <laughs> man, it was like we were in prison, man. Glenn crying. And I, I be looking at Glenn, hold it together, man, okay? 
All right, don't let them know. Don't yeah. fucking let them see you like this, okay? I watched I, Dolores. You know that uh, documentary the last day? I think I'm aware of it, yeah. Do you know that documentary the last day? Do you know that documentary a couple of years ago is what I meant to say? Yeah. yeah. She spent 10 years in prison, right? And she met her mother in there. And she, the mother, she started crying to the mother. The mother said, don't let them see you like this. Right. That's how I was to Glenn. I, Glenn, don't, they, this is what they want to happen to don't you, Don't let man. the ban on cheese see you. Don't let the ban on cheese see you like this, man. <laughs> All right? We're fucking strong here. You stay strong and I'll stay strong. Glenn, we'll get through this together, okay? Yeah. He cried, uh, I think, about 20 times. <laughs> Poor Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. This what is- I learned about Glenn was that, that like him crying wasn't necessarily just homesick it was like a lifestyle for him he cried a lot man during that <laughs> like he was one of those boys like I, I think he was one or two moves away from pissing his pants like you know one of those guys we were 14 man what are we supposed to do he like was one or two moves away from pissing his pants <laughs> You know what I mean? He wasn't that removed from it. Like, he right. was the guy that cried every day. And I mean, all that was left to humiliation was just to piss his pants in, in the middle of a class. <laughs> or you know what I mean? That was it, like, you know? Right. Also, hay fever, lads, in the arsehole of Connemara is real, okay? <laughs> Let me fucking tell everyone out there hay fever in the arsehole of Connemara is real, and oh. no one's talking about it. Oh, stop. There is pollen in Connemara, man, that's been seen nowhere ever before. And was, did you have a dose of Puritan with you? I was bad. I, I didn't know what Puritan was, man. This is, this is moons ago. This is 2006, right? I'm bad for hair fever, man. I'd be sniffling and scuttering while I was there. My friend Tom Callahan has the worst sinuses in the whole world of anyone ever. Right. His, fa- his whole face was red <laughs> for three weeks. I don't think he bred through his nose once for three weeks, like. Right. So I'm just warning you, everyone wants that lifestyle. I always said that if the world keeps getting going downhill, like I think it's going downhill now, I'm going to move to Connemara to get away from it all. And I realize not it's not all cushy, man. No. The hay fever will kill you out there. If the Good. wind doesn't, the hay fever Everything will. Everything is trying to kill you in Connemara. It's absolute barren land. There's no law there. There's no, no rules. No. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? I was hiding biscuits under my bed as well in the grail tucked. What? Where the rules were so strict, man. I just realized this more and more that we're talking about it. It was like prison, right? right? You had an allowance. Your parents could send money, yeah, right? And then they would allow you to spend a certain amount of that every week in the shop down the road, okay. the local Anshopa, okay. right? How would your parents send money, like physically in the post? I think, yeah, I think it, it was a time was before revolution. Yeah, AIB I think it actually was. <laughs> I seriously think it was in the post they could send money, right? Yeah. And they'd say, Kendi... 20 quid land a few there. And like, like sure. prison, you'd be going, well, I'm going to buy 10 Benson with this, and then I'm going to f- sell the Benson inside for fucking heroin. Because <laughs> if you were an enterprising postman down in Rockmore, <laughs> you could make an absolute fortune out of the young lads living above in the house. Man, man would be ringing saying, did you get the 50 quid? No, I only got 20 of it. Like. <laughs> yeah, right. take a cut. I used to harbour biscuits under the bed, man. Because, be not, because what used to happen is you'd wake up in the morning and yeah. you'd get toast and jam. Now, to this day... I don't know where that ban on tea got that jam, but it was the best thing I ever tasted in my whole life. Right. She had jam there, Ray, that... Uh, and you've only refound the toast and jam experience. Yeah, I refound it during quarantine, like, and it brought me back to those days, but I'm not getting the same kick, man. <laughs> Let's bring it back to the heroin again, like we talked about earlier. It's like it bad heroin. You want that one hit that you always got. I can't find that stuff, man. Would you ever go back to the, the Gale Duct? I would absolutely... I've been thinking about this lately. Right. I would love to go back to the Gwail Tucked. Would ya? Not like to relive my youth like and all that, but I mean to actually try and learn Irish like right. and get the couple of fuckle back inside and be can. Isn't it funny how as you get older you begin to realise why Irish was actually a nice thing? 
that you'd have your own language, effectively. Yeah, I know, yeah, but no one mm. told us that in school. That's the problem there. Like, no. no one said to us, you know, like, this is kind of important to learn, like, and let's speak it when we're in class here now. Yeah. No, no they didn't. They said, look, there's a monkey on the front of your fucking Irish book, and he's going to teach you nothing. That yeah. monkey taught me nothing, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a teacher in school that taught Irish. Her name was Miss Heavey. Right, okay. She was a fine young one. Oh, that And for the year I had her, <laughs> and I didn't mean I had her, <laughs> just for the year we had her, as a, just for the year that she was there, <laughs> Christ above, right. I learned some Irish that year. Did you? I was oh, going to say. It's all about the way you learn it. Did you find yourself getting fully immersed in Mrs. Heavey's lessons? I absolutely loved Mrs. Heavey's lessons. It would right. be the highlight of every day when you go to Irish class Miss Heavey. What year were you in when you had Miss Heavey? Oh, uh, I'd say it was around third or fourth year. Right, okay. A developmental time in my life. So you were bust bursting at the seams. <laughs> and the great thing, I don't know what he said is, the lads were talking about the whole, um, the whole what you did in your leaving cert results night. Yeah. We went drinking with teachers. What? I think everybody does that, do they? You I know don't the think... There's a couple of young teachers. Yeah, but I don't think we went drinking with those young teachers or whatever. Oh, we had the benefit. Because you hear those stories like, you know, <laughs> teacher loses job after shifted young fella. Yeah. And you know what the problem is? And this is why it's so, this country is so sexist, Ray, let me tell you. Because if it's a fella, that sh if it's a male teacher that shifted a woman, he's in prison. Right. And if it's a female teacher that shifted a student... It's fair play, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> My Oh, there was a selection oh, of us. Oh, Mrs. Evie, yeah. <laughs> there was a selection of us there that night now, only dying, looing for us. And she was there, Mrs. Evie. She Heavey. was there and a couple other... Now, I hope to God this isn't listened to by Mrs. Evie or anyone in the doors, Mrs. Evie. I do apologise, Mrs. Evie. Look, you were in my life. It's time we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. You you were, we told you. He was bursting at the seams, yeah, lovey. What is he supposed to do? Jesus, we, and I, when I think back and I look at photos of me at that age, I do now see how pathetic I must have looked sitting in Mahan's bar, you know, still underage, chatting to Mrs. Evie. Yeah. I don't Did think it ever happened, Mark. I won't lie to you. It didn't progress the relationship. That, you know? that was going to be my next question. <laughs> no, we didn't get it. Did anywhere. anything happen between... Did no. you say to her, would you like a fat frog with Evie or a spare enough ice or something? <laughs> no, it didn't. And she said, no, I'm on the Guinness. Do you know what the funny thing about these stories is as well? We, and uh, You say Miss Evie was our belter, and I'm sure she was. Hmm. I'm not quite doubting you, but... You sound like you're doubting me. What I'm saying is there was a thing in schools back then, right? Yeah. Where if any teacher was in any way... Not 60 years old. Yeah. She was a belter. She was a belter. Every <laughs> student was like, oh, what, man? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Miss Connington, 100% I would. Yeah, no, but. You know what I mean? <laughs> All she had to be was like in her 30s or 40s. Like, yeah. And you were like, oh. <laughs> I 100% would, man. You know what I mean? There was always those teachers in the school, you know? Looking back, I think you might be right. Now, in fairness, no, I think Miss Evie was, you know, can someone send us in a photo of Mrs. Evie there? Yeah. If you don't don't be saying Mrs. No Mrs. about it. Oh. I like to remember her as Miss Evie. Right, okay. Before she was. I just don't want to ever think that she got married. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want her to have found happiness after she rejected me. <laughs> Do you know? In my head. I know that's a lie. I hope you're very happy So she Evie. taught you the Irish? For a little while, yeah. Well, I was taught Irish by... Um, I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story, okay? Right. Fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> I won't say who it is, but a friend of ours, like... Yeah. Mine and yours, or whatever. We all know who they are. Taught like. you Irish? No, no. no. His, his father taught me Irish, right? Okay, all right. Now, his father got very, very unfortunate to have to teach the past Irish class that was my year. Okay. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Thanks. Number one, past Irish is like, these people don't want to learn Irish. That's why they're doing pass. Yeah. This is like second year, leading into junior start, okay? Okay. He had me for two years... 
none of us ever wanted to learn anything ever in the whole world doing past Irish. Mm-hmm. I was the only one in that class that decided to go to a Gaeltacht because I thought, let's go shift girls and have the crack shave our heads into a V. I didn't want to learn Irish. Yeah. But what happened in those three weeks of becoming immersed in the language is that you learn how to get through pretty much any kind of conversation. The big spongy head in me, man, I'd be taking it all in. Yeah. I landed back into this teacher's class then in a second year, so after the summer of going to the Gaeltacht. Mm-hmm. And when I landed in, I started speaking the Coupe Fuckle. Ask Gaelga to him. Yeah. His face dropped like he had never seen nothing like this before <laughs> his whole life. He was like, are you in this <laughs> class of, I won't say it because you can't say the words anymore. Yeah. Amadons, let's say. Yeah. There's actually a kid here who knows who has gone. And I said, yeah, no, I went to Gaelic like, and learned a few. He was like, <laughs> I think I just found a new son. He, I was the best kid in the world. So you were his favorite. Absolutely, for uh, until I forgot all the language again after not speaking it for a couple of months. Right. What part of that story could you not tell? <laughs> I'm after listening to that, expecting something really, really exciting. Because I didn't want to mess. I didn't want to say the name of a teacher, considering that we know who his son is, and then loads of stories come out about that again. Then you know okay. what I mean. I didn't want to be like, well, his father taught me, and he was a prick, but he wasn't okay. a prick. Like I mean, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. He thought I was the best thing that ever happened in the whole world. Oh, I'm dying to find out now who this lad is. He also taught me the best lesson I ever learned that wasn't even anything to do with Irish, and we'll oh, finish oh, on this one. No, it's not Keith. Oh, it's right. not <laughs> he also told me the best lesson I ever learned uh, that has nothing to do with Irish, right? right? But it's still the best. The only thing I ever remember from school, okay? Right. <laughs> here. If you want to draw a straight line, uh-huh. draw a dot on one side of the page. Yeah. Watch the dot and yeah. just let your hands go to the dot. And that line will be as straight as ever. Try it at home right now, everyone. All right, we'll wait. Try it at home right now, right? Yeah. Get a piece of paper, draw a dot on it, and go <laughs> to the other side of the page. Watch the dot that you just drew and then... Let your hand go to us. And that works. That line will be as straight as a die. So he used to dabble in the tech graph as well. <laughs> in the mad that I studied Irish for five years and what I learned to do was draw a straight line. There you go. Kindy, that's mad that that's the, one of the biggest things that you took from school. That's the only thing I took from school. <laughs> How to join the dots. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> from the age of three to 17. That's what I ended up learning from Kendi, an expert at joining dots. <laughs> I do it every day. Well, that actually reminds me of another thing that I did want to get talking about a little bit because I watched a video during the week that just made me want to change my life. I'm in, we're in the middle of a pandemic now. We don't know if music come back. We talked about it all the time, right? Yeah. So I've been jumping in and out of uh, these phases of going, no, I'm waiting for the music and we, the arts needs to fight its corner in the entertainment industry. Yes. And to go on, we have no leg to stand on here. Every one of us is going to have to retrain and become whatever else. Mm-hmm. So I've been jumping over those every couple of weeks between both of those, mm-hmm. uh, which means that I often go looking for jobs that I might want to get. And then I realize I have absolutely no skills whatsoever in anything bar what I actually do right now. Joining that. <laughs> just joining that. We're just yeah. saying music, I meant to say. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So I'm going, oh, I might try and get a job that, oh, I don't have that skill. I might, yeah. Oh, I don't have that skill. So I've been looking at jobs that, like, you don't necessarily need to have skills for to okay. do. There's fuck all of them, Ray. But <laughs> right. Unless it's, uh, do you want to play guitar in a pub? I can't really do it. Yeah. But I fucking, I mean, I found a couple. I found one that really, maybe you can get me this job. I know that, you know, you'll be up there in the government and let me know if it's possible. I saw a woman weighing penguins. What? <laughs> on what? Where did you see this? On a weighing scales. What else would no, she I, <laughs> Not what she was weighing them on. Is this the zoo, the, the program, was it? I don't know. Oh, are they you came up. It was like a beam of light, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kendi is trying to find his calling in life. Yeah. He's scrolling through the phone, looking on jobs.ie and indeed.ie. He opens up his Facebook and all of a sudden there's a woman weighing penguins. You tell me that that's not divine intervention, Ray. What part of weighing penguins do appeals to you? 
Ray, they walked in with their little flappers, man. They were so happy. And she was saying hello to every one of them. Right. She was like, hello, Jerry, hello. Where was she based when they walked in? Was it? Was she have little Wayne Penguin's office? 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 She was beside little wage scales, Ray. And they'd flip up onto us. It was wonderful. Was she in an office or outside? No, no, she was in a little hallway. Obviously in a zoo, right? Okay, now, thank you. what you're going to say to me next, and I have an answer for it, you're going to say, Kendi, you have to become a zoologist or whatever. You have to learn that trade. a zookeeper. Trade. I'm not asking to be a zookeeper. All I want to do is weigh the penguins. I'll do it for like six or an hour. Right. I just, all I want to do is weigh the penguins. Right. You don't have to be a zoologist to weigh penguins. It was a weighing scales. I wanted them at home. But do you know what would be so funny? That if I had the power now, if I was one of the uh, omnipotent men, right, where I, I was powerful, and I could arrange that right now, six penguins would rock up here into the smoking area here in Anderson's, tremendous events and wonderful food items centre, right? <laughs> if six penguins rocked up in here and I provided you with weighing scales, I don't think you'd find it that easy. <laughs> no, but I, I think know. for starters, they wouldn't walk towards you, they'd walk away. I know, but I'm not afraid of hard work is what, I'm not afraid of hard work, Rick. You'd be chasing penguins for the whole evening. I know, but you have to build up a rapport with these penguins, because they ain't no idiots, man. They don't just flap around the place and peck out of us. Well, you have to catch them before you build up a rapport, because they won't give you the opportunity to build up a rapport. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. No, no, no. This woman didn't have to catch them, man. So they were willingly getting away. She was best friends with them. Oh. She was saying, Jerry, come over here, you're next. He put out the Benson and walked over <laughs> onto the scales. Right. And when he did it, then she gave him a treat. Okay. She said, fair play to you, Jerry, man. You can go back out for your fag again. You left it on the wall outside, man. It's still this. Why was she Why was she weighing penguins? Because, I mean, look, I haven't looked into everything, Ray. Was this, was this like <laughs> Operation Transformation Zoo edition? I mean, I don't know. Was, well, you're asking too many questions here. Was your one Catherine What's-Her-Face? Yeah. Was she... <laughs> She's standing there. Davy Fitch was warming them up outside, you <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> Ireland's Fitch's penguin uh, Shane Horgan and the whole lot of them. <laughs> it was, look, you're asking too many questions. All I want to know is, is there a job out there? I don't want to be a zoologist because, the reason I don't want to be a zoologist, Ray, is because I don't want to shove my hand up an elephant's arse. No. I yeah. don't want any of that kind of side of the job. The initiation. And then go, yeah, it. there's blood in the stool. That means that he's fucking ovulating. I don't know. Listen. <laughs> he's all, ovulating. I don't know how, penguins, <laughs> how elephants work, Ray. <laughs> You're asking me too many questions. I just want to weigh penguins. Okay. Was that too much to ask? No. That was the one that stuck out at me. So was there an application process? I didn't see any application process on the video, Ray. Yeah, I think it was one of those watch how cute these penguins thing are. And I did watch how cute those <laughs> penguins were. Yeah. And it fucking would be over, Ray. And can I ask you, have you seen the video of the pandas going down the slide? Oh, the crack they're having, Ray. They're too human. They're too like us. But did you Doesn't want to work with them too? Yeah, I'd love to, but they'd batter the skull of me, though. Right. I, I like the fact that a penguin can't do nothing about it. Like, if you kick a penguin over, man, watch him flap around the ground. He looks ridiculous. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's embarrassing for him. If you kick a penguin onto the ground, man, I'm going to be a great zoologist. If you kick a penguin onto the ground, man, he starts flapping, trying to get up. He looks ridiculous, man. He's embarrassing himself. Yeah, all the other penguins are laughing. If I tried to start a fight with a panda, man, he'd rip my skull off. True, okay. So yeah. I don't really want to work with pandas, but I love watching them through a glass. Okay. I mean, them pandas going down a slide. <laughs> that freaks me out because kids love going down slides. Yeah. They're just like people. Okay. Remember you went to Bali, man, and there was a monkey riding another monkey? There was. They rode just like people ride. It fucking Ups. freaks me out, man. Yeah, one was on top of the other. It freaked. She was looking back at him going, give it yeah. to me, Shamey. <laughs> that freaks me out, man. I can't live with that shit, like. Okay, so that's good to know. It's good to know <laughs> the, the, the job search is... Uh, is it's going is, well. It's progressing. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Also, speaking of slides as well. Slides? Right. <laughs> 
I don't want to be a lifeguard, but I reckon if I got a job in a water park, I could be the guy who tells people to go down the slides. <laughs> That's fucking easy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, go on. Yeah, you go. But sure, you can get one of them closer to home. They have that person now outside most supermarkets. Yes, they do. With I a was, clicker. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. What about those guys who stand outside the supermarkets? Yeah, you well, go. Yeah, you but go. you not be perished. Do you think that the people who are working in the water parks that are all closed now because of the pandemic, do you think they're working in the front door of supermarkets? <laughs> You know what I mean? If you go to Spain, like, let's say me and you were in Casa del Sol, and usually you'd be some fucking Federico-looking bastard up on top of the slide. He's yeah. gorgeous. Like marble. Yeah, marble body. He's yeah. usually telling them to go on the slide. You think he's working outside the supermercado now, down the road? Possibly. Where you get the sunscreen. Speaking of supermercado. Go on. I know it's, it's a little off topic for a second. That's okay. But you know our correspondents abroad on um, Lanzarote? Mm. Yeah, they're coming home. Are yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed they are. They're coming home, are they? Yeah. Tony. I'd, I'd like to see them fucking try. DJ Gingerbread Man and Bucky Boo. Do they mind us saying this? Like? Oh, no, they love it. No way. I just, I, and for those of you who haven't seen, I suppose, that you may not be friends with them on Instagram, they, without fail every day, put up pictures and videos of themselves opening bottles of champagne, drinking lovely cervezas, and, and giving out about that the level of the pool water isn't appropriate. And they fucking tag Kinja Rebo in them then as well, the bastards. Yeah, yeah. So they have to come home now. I so, know that they run out of money or... Is the visas up or <laughs> I know what it is. But so it, we have to defend them a little bit. They're staying in a house that one of the boys owns. Oh, I didn't get any of this information at all. I thought they went on holidays. No, they're staying in a house that one of the boys owns. They're there on uh, vacation purposes, which yeah, sounds better than holidays. They weren't supposed to go. <laughs> the boys went before it before said, said no, it's an honest sense drive. You can't go anywhere. We're going to be. So, and they've stayed there for months and now they're on the way back Smart home. Smart boys. And they have Irish passports, right? And they're Irish people. I would say, let them back into this country, but I will be waiting. I said it to you before, lads, with a reporter from the champion. Can we not make them with, with that crowd we talked about before in previous episode? The lynch mob. Oh my God, man. You're going way back Can into the lynch mob. Can we pitchfork this? We could pitchfork them. Could we get a group? We could pitchfork them. Who wants to amalgamate? In a large grouping, yeah. uh, without any social distancing, so yeah. we can give out to people for breaking those same laws that we I might think break. we could light a bonfire on the outskirts of town. Fucking outside knock airports. And not for the fair play to you, for coming home. You mean because someone won a county final? Yeah. It's the county final. Yeah, yeah, you want to light the bonfires like yeah. John Callahan used to do back yeah, outside Ballymore. In a yeah. threatening way. Yeah, in a threatening one. You want to lynch mob these bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute man. It's worked before. Thanks. I know throughout history that that has worked before. Let's do it, boys. Try and come back. Try and, and come back, yeah? And do you know the way when we call out things like that on the podcast? Yeah. Um, it gets huge interest. <laughs> like the time last week we called out a quiz on Saturday night. Do you want to know how many of our listeners signed up for the quiz last Man, Saturday night? Man, we were night? inundated. I couldn't even keep up with the messages. <laughs> the message. <laughs> Fair play to Lisa Moore. We had one person. Lisa Moore said, I'll do that quiz. And I bet you... She was happy she did. I don't think so. I think she had connection problems midway through and she ended up looking out. <laughs> so, again, the Kendi and Raybo podcast will be participating in the quiz this Saturday night. It did was you, serious crack. Did you enjoy it? Ray, it was unbelievable, right? So here's the crack, right? Yeah. Me and Nicola did it from our humble abode. Yourself and Laura did it from your humble abode. Aye, and Luigi. And Luigi was there as well, which she... What happens is you download a wee app on your phone and Barry's there with um, tunes on on the Zoom and he's yeah. chatting to you on the Zoom and all that, but he's sending you connections to your phone. You hit the Questions. answer. Questions. Hit the answer. hit the answer to it. Yeah. I, and every time someone, whoever does it fastest, their name gets put up on the screen, yeah. which is why I named myself a Nicola Fred and Rose West. <laughs> 
one of our big inspirational power couples in the world, by the way, Fred yeah, and Rose West. Yeah, big yeah. fans of theirs. It's very funny. So uh, yeah. every time we got one right, it said, and who's in the quickest? Fred and Rose West, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, in the quickest. The sisters also had a good quiz name. The oh. Beyonce No-Alls. Oh, the Beyonce No-Alls. Did they end up winning it? No, oh, no. Tall, no. Someone else won it. Because yeah. the same names are coming up all the time. I was like, Nicola, we're getting walloped again. <laughs> what were you called? The Quizness. The Quizness. What a shite name that is, Ray. Would you like to come up with that better than the Quizness? That was Quizness? idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a savage name, man. He's always thinking like He's always thinking. Yeah. He's always thinking. Uh, anyway, anyway, if you want to join us again, can they join us? Either if they DM us, yeah. we'll add them into the group. Slide into our DMs and we'll add you in. It was unreal. I didn't think it was it's going to be the crack it was. 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock on Saturday night. A perfect Valentine's treat. Ooh. And come here on to that topic. Yes. What are you doing for herself, Valentine? I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. Listen, I've told you all, if you want to learn about how couples work, ask Kendi. I've been in one for ages. Me and Nicola are perfect. That's the way it works. Right. Every Valentine's Day, I treat her very special. Okay. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I shake hands with her. I say, well done. <laughs> I say, fair play to you, lovey. Well yeah. done. I shake hands with her. I say, you're, I'm still here. Yeah. You're doing well. Yeah. And then I go on a play PlayStation for about two and a half hours. And I come down and I say, well, we have dinner now for Valentine's, Nicola, yeah. because, you know, let's... And she says, we will. And I say, let me know when it's done. <laughs> yeah. Take that knowledge as it is, lads. Yeah. What I'm doing this Valentine's Day is going to be very special, Ray. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to wake up, go and shake hands with her, yeah. play the PlayStation, get the dinner. And then that night, Ray, on the Blind Tigers Facebook page, yeah. I am going to be playing a live stream, folks. Oh, I thought you were going for the Valentine's special. What's that? I don't know. I've seen it advertised on 40 different things, but I still don't know what it is. What the hell well, is it? probably a big pile of cocktails and roses and sweets and whatnot. I read that very deep. I thought the Valentine's special was some kind of sex position or something. <laughs> you. You're not going to give her the Valentine's special, though. <laughs> no. you, you don't have the harness. All right, okay. No bother. <laughs> I'm going to be playing on Blind Tigers. Um, insta- on, uh, on Sunday on the, night. On Sunday night. Oh. In conjunction with the Sligo Live Streams, John the Map. Sponsored by the White Hag Brewery in aid of the Northwest Hospice. Join me there. I'm going to get out of wine. I heard the last gig was nearly three and a half hours long. Man. You have to take a piss break online. Do you want to know why, Ray? Why? Because I don't get to gig anymore. When I do it, I say, ah, let's have a bit of crack here. I, I drank two bottles of wine and got out of it. We are three and a half hours in, Ray. I didn't even know what songs I was playing anymore. And the same thing is going to happen this Sunday if you want to get involved. It's on the Blind Tigers Facebook page. And just to round off our um, promotional section of the podcast. Yeah, we're getting back into Valentine's because I'm going to ask you what you're doing, but go on anyway. Oh, to yes, round it off. Um, I just also want to mention that I had to take away here from Anderson's Tremendous Food Items mm. menu. I got the... Some sort of goujons and chips. You're calling them goujons and chips, but you can't say that because that doesn't sound fancy on There's a, a name on them and I can't think what they're yeah. breaded. It's not breaded. They're, it's, they are, it's yeah, they are breaded tenders. Breaded tendery goujons. Soaked in a batter and they're goujons and yeah, chips. Yeah, they're goujons, but there's a fancy name on them if you're looking for them in the menu. Christ above, they're unreal. They're, it is actually gorgeous. I though. have to say, I'm shocked. Fuck. Have you ever had the sweet potato fries from here? I have. It'd stop your life. It would. <laughs> It'd anyway, stop you in your tracks. Anderson's Tremendous Food Items, they're available for takeaway on the Just Eat app, and they're generously sponsoring the show at the minute. Fair play to them. Fair Let us be them. here. Now, you're not getting away with it, Ray. I told you what it's like to be in a relationship for 14 years and do the Valentines and all that. You're yeah. fresh into the big sexy right yeah, now. Yeah. And fresh I want Valentine's. to know. Yeah, I want to know what the plan is for yourself and Jan Kylie. Yeah. I just need to know, Ray. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Because what's going to happen here is you're going to big sexy me now and big time me, and you're going to big league me and say, well, we're doing this, we're going here, we're doing this. I put the flowers up inside and I won't say. Yeah. And big time me. Yeah, well, okay. Well, obviously, we can't go anywhere. Yes. So we have to do something in the house. Okay. Right? Um, 
So we're going to do something in the house, and it's going. We're going to go Saturday night. Saturday night, right? Yep. Um, and I'm going to cook a very romantic dinner. Okay. Don't fall number one. And Laura. Okay. And Sean. <laughs> <laughs> because Sean's in the house too. What are you going to do, like? And I can't let him out. <laughs> you know that'd be mean, Sean. Well, I mean- it's, it's Valentine's. Uh, <laughs> So, um, but also in truth, like he is kind of your first love too, like, and that's something that Laura has to come to terms with. She has, like, yeah, she's she's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be a romantic dinner with Sean with the three. Yeah, then we're probably going to do the quiz on Saturday night, which is you know again Valentine's quiz. Big sexy. Sure, call. every girl loves to do a quiz with their boyfriend on <laughs> on Valentine's, and then she will wake up on Sunday morning, right? Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> you don't get out of it, and. Uh, and it might be Sunday afternoon. But I'm going to have the finest bunch of flowers from Aldi or Little. Oh, lovely. But they do good stuff, man. Yeah. Because they saved them from last year in yeah. the freezer and stuff. I look at Feelies. Right. And it's ridiculous. Now, don't get me wrong. They look unbelievable. They look unbelievable. Shop local. But Christ above. 495 euro one of the bouquets was. Ah, man. For a bucket of fucking flowers, man. Bucket. There must be 600 roses in a, ba- in a package. Listen, if you were so inclined, go and do that if yeah. you want. Feely's wonderful local supplier. I'm very lucky uh, in that I've been informed. Don't bother your head. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, rather yeah, yeah. spend the money on something decent, she said. No, like... So, like, something decent. Because flowers die after a day. They do. And well, the they mo- die after a few days. And the money never comes back, like... No, it doesn't. So she said, it's a complete waste of money. I was delighted to hear this. Yeah. So I said, I'll get you a nice little ten nine ninety nine bunch from Aldi or Lidl. Do you think that she's... This is a test. Oh. I'm only warning you, Ray. I'm only saying this for your own safety. Because originally she said she didn't want anything at all, and then she opted to... Be careful. You think this could be a test? Fucking be careful. If a woman says to you, I don't want anything at all, be Look. careful, Ray. Look into their eyes when they say that, because they'll twitch, and then you'll know. So you think if I do get the nine ninety nine bunch... I'm going to run into bother. I'm just saying there's a possibility of that oh, I'm happening. Going to run, I'm absolutely going to run into bother. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to run into bother. It's all a test. <laughs> it's all a test. She despises the head, yeah. So it's all you, a test. So the 495 selection from Feelys. I think you got to get it, yeah. Right. you got to spend the 500 quid on the flowers in the last two days. 100%. I think so. I'm not just saying that. I think it's the only way to go. Yeah. It'll really stand to you. Okay, and the Blind Tiger Valentine special. And the Blind Tiger Valentine special. Which isn't that. a sexual position. Well, well, even if it is, to make it up. <laughs> do with that, nice. Okay. Thanks, Mark. I'm glad now I had this chat with you. Anytime. Honestly. Yeah. I'm happy Could to Could I help. adopt... I suppose I'm not... I'm too fresh into it to adopt your approach. Yeah, my approach is too much like uh, shut up to fuck and uh, let, let it be. I've done enough for you. Right. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, I no, have no. yet to do enough. So you did buy the 495, that, okay? That takes years. Point. Yeah, that takes years of breaking them down. Like, you know, okay. like when I was like in school and me and Nick were going out, or even in the early years, like I used to like spend that time and thought, you know, into doing stuff. Yeah. But like uh, lately, I just tell Nick, lad, no, like that's a lot of bollocks. Like, yeah. Like that day, like yeah. the, the government made that up. <laughs> <laughs> the government made that day up. It's laid down in legislation. I mean, do you know how much tax is on those flowers? <laughs> I am not buying them yokes. Um, I have other items I want to discuss with you. Go on. Have you any other items uh, that you want that are pressing? Listen, it's been a, it's been, you know, it's been a, another a eventful One, week. Taz, a very viral week, I must say, Ray. We learned that uh, there was a huge debate whether Jackie Weaver has authority or not in a Zoom call. Who? Do you see the Jackie Weaver oh, the, stuff? Oh, the, the, the kitten thing, the cat. No, that's another one. All right. We learned that a lawyer didn't know if he was a cat or not, despite. <laughs> Like very evident video evidence, by the way, that he was in fact a cast. He filter. was, he was certain he wasn't a cast. Yeah. I What's think the it's Jackie still Weaver open. Thing? Jackie Weaver was that big, um, the council meeting abroad in England. Yeah, 
And uh, it descended into chaos straight away. You know the way I do often say to you, Ray, uh, I'm sorry, Ray, I went to 10 very early, yeah. where you'd say, Kenji, shut up, and i go, tell me to shut up, Ray, I've got to have sex with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to 10. Yeah. This meeting went to 10 way too quick. Jackie Weaver was in there, not a member of the council, but there to delegate. Right. She kicked a council member out after about 30 seconds. Of the he, Zoom call? He, yeah, of the Zoom call, because he was given out or whatever. And they lit her up, Ray, for doing this. I didn't hear Jackie anything. Weaver, you have no authority in this place. How have you not seen this? She no. was on the BBC, the ITV, the HIV, Jackson, everything. I've been flat out for the last week, solid, watching Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck, are you in it? I've never watched Game of Thrones before. So you went from Vikings to Game of Thrones? I went from love-hate to Aren't Game of Thrones. Aren't so Vikings to love hate to Game of Thrones. I do like my medievalness. Go on. Oh, there's such a bit of nudity in it. Everything nowadays is just nudity. The Mickey's. It was our own Brendan Tierney that made this same point actually about Netflix now. Mm -hmm. He said Amazon Prime is better. Shop local Amazon Prime. Yeah. He said because all that's left on Netflix now is just royals riding. <laughs> that's it. Like that's all it is now. But yeah. you're Game of Thrones. You're into it. I'm into it now. We're in season three. Are you worried marvelous. about spoilers? Um, no. Because like everyone is, I haven't watched it either, but I am relatively worried about spoilers no, and no, learning no. I something. I wouldn't mind if I found out something. I still enjoy it. Yeah, because there is that thing with Game of Thrones where every episode apparently someone fucking dies. Apparently, and so I'm you, enjoying it. You're enjoying the dying. Yeah, and you're enjoying the riding. Who's your favorite rider in us? <laughs> Man or woman? Come on. I don't know. The blonde one. The, the you're one with the dragons. Yeah, the big hefty lad. The, the Jason Momoa. Your man, he's about eight foot tall. Yeah, that fella. I have to say that was quite the spectacular scene. She looked very small. <laughs> he looked very large. <laughs> it, it was a bit of a mismatch. I don't know how it was happening. I'm glad it was only acting. But it fit, though. You know, it worked. Ah, like no, but it together. did not. Just I think it was a body double. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was someone else taking it. Do you ever wonder what it's like to be filming those scenes like? Because I've dabbled in the art of acting, Ray. Have you ever done any, any no, acting? No, like if someone said, Kendi, we'd be pleased to be there next week, but I want you to do it. Yeah, no bother at all. What yeah. is this? I want you to absolutely wallop a young one in a television program in RTE. Well, how would you do that? First of all, how would I tell Nicola? <laughs> it's acting, though. It, Nicola, it's acting, darling. Yeah. Very, very method acting. I would be in. Yeah. But should this happened already? I'd be in we there. We weren't walloping, but my own, my own missus. You were oh, in a one-minute video. Right. I, was, I was lying abroad in the bedroom, gazing into her yeah. sooner. Yeah, I absolutely. have to look at video footage of, of my girlfriend lying with my best friend. Does it annoy you how right it looks? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It fucking fit, man. It's, it's hard. It's you look fierce well together. Oh, we? we look gorgeous together. Walking through the sand dunes in Strand Hill. <laughs> yeah. And her was, was it you or her that had the terminal illness? Uh, she, oh, she was on the way out, man. She was, right. Oh, she uh, yeah. she hadn't a day left. <laughs> she hadn't a day left, right? Yeah, but no it's, it's an odd thing to have. I, I never thought I'd be in a relationship with someone who literally does a video on the internet of... Of her sleeping with my best friend. <laughs> Big old sexy shout out to Lord mm, Kylie. Yeah. Now. Tremendous actress. Go on. After all that, I have a thing. Go on. You said a couple of episodes back. First of all, I'd like to uh, thank Sean's Riley um, for appearing on our 100th centennial, centennial episode. Shout out, boy. He did marvellously well, and there's been lots of people have, have come back to him and said that they really enjoyed him. Yeah. And he said he might do it again sometime. Oh, he got the... See, this is what happened. That happened yeah, to Derek, too. You get the bug, boy. Yeah, you get the bug. But a couple of episodes back, I believe it was the one with Tabby, you said you didn't know yourself. Okay. Right? I hate when you bring up stuff I said because I don't remember anything. You okay. said that you watch television at night because of the fact that you're uh, afraid to be alone with your own thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you do. 
So I thought to myself, do you know what I'll do? Um, I'm going to do a little quiz with you. <laughs> right? Now we're going to skirt through these. Okay. Because I don't know how long the quiz is. I've done no research on this. I literally <laughs> put personality tests into the internet. Oh, shit. And I got one. What if it comes out that I'm a serial killer? That's, what, that's, I, that's what I was worried about the first time. You said that you were either a, like a complete nutter prick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I find out you're a wanker? That's yeah. my fear. Yeah, okay. Right. So I think the six pages of questions here, and I'm just going to flick through them. Fuck. Hi, folks. Um, here's Rebo and Kendi. How are you? Kendi and Rebo. Yeah. Um, we don't normally do drop-in voiceovers on our own podcast. Yeah. But we felt it was necessary this week. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what you're going to hear next is, well, an excerpt of the 130 questions. Fuck, man. It took, you don't realise, it took Ray 15 minutes to get through this section. He yeah. thought it was going to be a belter. I thought it was going to be so funny. And what happened at the end, Ray? At the end, after the 130 questions were answered, um, uh, it turned out that you actually have to pay for the answers. <laughs> so the results of the que- of the test has to be paid for, and obviously I'm not going to pay for it, Fuck that. Anyway, we're now going to play in the little section of some of the questions Rebo asked Kendi. Axed, as they say here in Sligo. He asked me these. Yes, yeah, so I asked you these questions, and sure, look, it gives you a little insight into Kendi. And uh, here are the best of the questions. Jesus, I'm off. Sorry, Kendi. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, here we are. I try not to draw attention to myself. I think that is probably inaccurate. Very good. I make sure my work is finished on time. When it comes to gigs, that's definitely the case. Two hours, that's it. It's <laughs> over. Good night. God bless. So yeah, <laughs> I sympathise with the homeless. <laughs> I get a question. Accurate or inaccurate? Uh, do you like the needy? You do. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I am ambitious. She want to wear penguins. Go to a business. <laughs> I like to do things as they were done in the past. Accurate. Accurate. Accurate, man. Well, I avoid being alone. I mean, I have no choice to look like Nicholas fucking there 24-7. Accurate. I am concerned for the welfare of elderly people. Accurate. <laughs> I love the old ones. I am determined to achieve success in life. That's inaccurate now, because I just couldn't give a shite. I'd go now for good. <laughs> That's inaccurate, right? I believe in the importance of art. Yeah, accurate. Okay, I like to spend my free time alone. Accurate. That's pretty good, man. I do okay. like that. I like to tidy up. Inaccurate. I enjoy imagining the future. Uh, inaccurate, because <laughs> nothing there for me. <laughs> I find it difficult to express my opinions. That's inaccurate. I have a fucking podcast. I like to help others with their personal problems. Oh, fuck. Lay me alone. <laughs> Don't become a dairy man. I have enough problems myself. I finish assignments before they are due. No, never. Ever. <laughs> I like thinking about the mysteries of the universe. Fuck off, man. There's enough going on here. I enjoy trying to understand complicated ideas. Inaccurate. It gives me a headache. <laughs> I feel very happy. Sometimes. I spend time trying to understand myself. I don't. I watch television to get away from understanding myself. Yeah. Emotional people make me uncomfortable. Uh, if they're Bjor's crying into me jaw, I don't want to see us. I enjoy examining myself and my life. Never. That's don't examine yourself. You'll hate yourself. <laughs> I find it challenging to make new friends. Inaccurate. I like poetry. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> inaccurate. Inaccurate. I hate poetry. Are you telling me you don't like Karen Quinn's poetry? How? What's he on about, man, on Facebook every day, Karen Quinn? I enjoy being there for people when they're feeling sad. Inaccurate. It's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather go with the flow than having a set schedule. Fuck me. I hate that term, go with the flow. Inaccurate. <laughs> That was a disaster. Uh, <laughs> have you much more now? I have one last item here on the podcast Ray, business. You might as well throw it out because my feet are frozen off me. So horse out the last one. Let's get feckin' home. You remember we set up the Patreon? Yes. What's the address? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Kendi and Raybo podcast. It's the only place you can give us a few pounds for this. Yes. And if we'd you like, want. We'd like to thank 
Everybody that is donating, it's I, I owe you a few pounds actually on that. Can you hang on till next Thursday? I just I, I haven't fucking really got hell, the man. <laughs> I tell you what, man, there'll be fucking sharks at your door, boy, if I don't get that pound. Um, Here's yeah. the thing, though, about the Patriot, really, though, is it keeps me and Ray doing this every week because we know that there's, there's pound coming to us finally after three years of doing yeah, this bastard yeah. joke. So thanks Go very much here. for those that have contributed. Fair play, um, The money is on its way to Kendi and, um, <laughs> and he'll get it next week when I get paid. Lovely. I just had other bills this week. Oh, um, Ray did that. Ray does that the whole time with people. <laughs> the money was just resting in my account. <laughs> Do you know? Sorry about that. Go on, uh, Yeah, so... Um, one thing you did about the bathroom was you give out a rake of merchandise. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yep. Remember the mugs you give people? Yes. Anyone that signed up for a 10 euro um, patronage, um, yep. you sent them a mug. That's right. Yeah. Did you do any checking on these mugs before you bought them? I know you rang me and said, Ray, can I buy mugs in the credit card? And I said, no bother. Excuse me? Did you do any checking? Can't start checking. I will to a country. As in, do you know, were they any good mugs? Were they dishwasher safe, these mugs? Who the feck? Paddy Malloy, put me and you... On a mug, into his dishwasher. Oh, no. And it came out, I was gone, and you were headless. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read the instructions, Paddy, did you? Well, I asked Paddy when he sent me the Snapchat earlier. I said, Paddy, have you ever seen me and Kendi in a dishwasher? <laughs> Never. Not once. So I would wash away in a dishwasher, Paddy. Of course I would. They're not a very hospitable place to put people. No, don't ever. Like, it's actually your own fault. Oh, I wouldn't be inclined to send him a new mug. No, Even no, Even after no. he wrote an entire song for us. It is his own fault. That song yeah. means nothing to me now, Ray. <laughs> he washed me away in a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. To anyone out there who signed up for the 10 yard, don't put us in the dishwasher. Please Just don't. stick the sponge inside it, give it a wee rub around. Yeah. I didn't know that was the case, Ray. Yeah. We might have to go back to the drawing board on those mugs. We do have a few left. I think it just needs a little sticker. I think we will be not... Yeah, it does. You need to tell people, don't put this in the dishwasher. It's not dishwasher friendly. The same yeah. way that when you put a t-shirt in, you wouldn't say, don't feckin' wash it at 80 degrees. You'll burn the shite out of it. Yeah. I can, I can confirm the, t- the T-shirt was okay. I did a 40-degree wash at the weekend. It came out all right. Lovely. Well, yeah. that's great to know. There is a couple of people, uh, I think a few people still waiting on some merch from Patreon. We have ordered new T-shirts because they're flying out the door, and they will be with you uh, very soon. I'll be on, in touch with you on the Patreon. Fair play, G. Kendi, do you think we'd have the hypothermia after this? Oh, man, I am done now. This is me finished. Yeah. We I won't be here next week. <laughs> Above in the hospital getting the arms amputated yeah. off us. I'm just like I'm climbing Everest, right? I want to lose the toes and everything, so I will. That's bad. Listen, man. thanks, really. That was episode 101. It's 101. Kenji and Raybo 101. That's it. Fair play to you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you again next week. We hope you're having a grand time in COVID. Nobody else is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shite. Absolutely shite. Except for Tony Travers, abroad in Spain. Fair play, Tony. Fair play. I'll see you when you get home. back. We'll see you when you get back. <laughs> all right, Ray. Look, fair play to me. And fair play to me. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.